Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Football is no stranger to insults. I mean, Saturday afternoons just wouldn't be the same without offensive gestures towards opposition fans, abusing players, including your own, with language that would make a sailor blush, and the obligatory chant informing the referee that he's a wanker. Despite the claim that footballers aren't exactly the most clever bunch, players and managers over the years have come out with some absolute Perlers when it comes to football insults. I mean, there's Joey Barton going after Zlatan Ibrahimovic and his big old nose. There's Alan Pardew calling Manuel Pellegrini a fucking old cunt. And we have to give a special mention to Stefan Effenberg, who dedicated an entire chapter of his autobiography to Lota Mateus. The chapter, Everything Lota Mateus Knows About Football... And it was a blank page. That is a special kind of savage. With that in mind, I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture Football, and these are the 10 best football insults ever. Number 10, Paolo Di Canio on David James. Never a man to bite his tongue when asked his opinion, Paolo Di Canio once said this of goalkeeper David James. David James must have the brain the size of a pea. I called him a cretin a year ago, so it's taken him a whole year to find out the meaning of the word. My two-year-old daughter could learn quicker than that. To make matters worse, Di Canio and James were teammates just six months later after the ex-England shotstopper joined West Ham United. Then again, PDC has also been on the receiving end of some acerbic abuse himself. When then-Italy manager Giovanni Trapattoni was asked whether or not Di Canio was in contention for the 2002 World Cup squad, he responded, only if there's an outbreak of bubonic plague. Ouch. Number nine, Dave Jones on Carlton Palmer. As anyone who has played football manager will know, every player is different and requires different strategies to get the best out of them. For some, a simple look mid-match will suffice. Otherwise, it might be the half-time hairdryer treatment. And then there are those who require constant adoration and reassurance. But whether you're a goalkeeper, striker or captain, I've no doubt that hearing your boss sing your praises must give you a boost. Well, unless you are Carlton Palmer at Southampton and Dave Jones is your gaffer, apparently. Jones signed Palmer for the Saints, but would sell him within two years, as well as giving him quite possibly the most backhanded compliment ever. Jones said of Palmer, he covers every blade of grass. That's only because his first touch is crap. 
Number eight, George Best on David Beckham. David Beckham, I think it's fair to say, is no stranger to insults. He received a barrage of abuse after being sent off for England against Argentina in the 1998 World Cup. And once he got sent off whilst playing for Real Madrid for calling a linesman a son of a prostitute. But the best insult directed at Bex came from a fellow Manchester United number seven, George Best. He was known for his quotes and he saved up an absolute belter when it came to the then England captain. When asked about him, he responded, he can't kick with his left foot, he can't tackle, he can't head a ball and he doesn't score many goals. Apart from that though, yeah, he's all right. A ringing endorsement indeed. Number seven. Jimmy Greaves on Vinnie Jones. One person you would assume relatively safe from these sorts of jibes is Vinnie Jones. He cultivated a hard man persona on and off the pitch, one which translated into a Hollywood career once his playing days were over, with roles in the likes of Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, Snatch and Gone in 60 Seconds. But when the midfielder was playing for Wimbledon in the 90s, he discovered he was eligible to play for Wales through a grandparent. And to say this news came as a surprise to England legend Jimmy Greaves would be an understatement. He responded, well, stone me. We've had cocaine, bribery and Arsenal scoring two goals at home. But just when you thought there were no surprises left in football, Vinnie Jones turns out to be an international player. Number six, Zlatan Ibrahimovic on Pep Guardiola. It's fair to say that Zlatan Ibrahimovic isn't exactly the biggest fan of Pep Guardiola. The Swede played just a single season under the Spaniard at Barcelona, but soon made up his mind about Pep describing him as the most immature manager he'd ever work with. He goes after him in his autobiography, even comparing him to Jose Mourinho at one point by saying, if Jose Mourinho brightens up a room, Pep Guardiola pulls down the curtains. But Zlatan saved his most savage put down for when they got eliminated from the Champions League by Inter Milan, then managed by Jose Mourinho in 2010. He describes the dressing room and the things that went down in there thus. Guardiola was staring at me and I lost it. I thought, there is my enemy scratching his bald head. I yelled, you haven't got any balls. You might have expected Guardiola to say a few words in response, but he is a spineless coward. Yeah, I don't think they exchange Christmas cards. Number five, Jose Mourinho on Antonio Conte. It might be easier to make a list of managers that Jose Mourinho hasn't feuded with during his career. The special one has gone after Guardiola in both La Liga and the Premier League. He's wound Rafa Benitez up no end. And he, of course, once called Arsene Wenger a specialist in failure. Another man he's had an issue with is Antonio Conte. Conte aimed a bit of a dig in Mourinho's direction direction after he won the Premier League with Jose's former side. But yes, the special one isn't the sort of guy to take an insult lying down and decided to respond by aiming at Antonio Conte's history of hair transplants, saying I could speak in many different ways, but I'm not going to lose my hair to speak about Antonio Conte. If you come for the king, you better not miss. Number four, Eric Cantona on Didier Deschamps. Most insults are measured by their savagery. Carlos Tevez calling Gary Neville a bootlicker or El Hajju saying Jamie Carragher was a 
fucking loser or the biggest turkey on the field. But as with most things in football, Eric Cantona broke the mould when he took aim at French midfielder Didier Deschamps. He didn't mercilessly take the French captain to task for holes in his game. He used an insult so relatively tame and simultaneously brutal that Porter d'eau has become Didier Deschamps' nickname from then on. Cantona said of Deschamps, he gets by because he always gives 100%, but he will never be anything more than a water carrier. What a guy. Number three, Roy Keane on Mick McCarthy. Yep, you knew this one was going to be here. An infamous insult that saw Roy Keane get sent home from the 2002 World Cup by manager Mick McCarthy after delivering what teammate Niall Quinn described as the most surgical slaughtering anyone has ever got. Basically, Roy Keane was seemingly less than impressed with Ireland's team preparations and facilities ahead of the 2002 World Cup and left the training camp only to return and, in his words, be ambushed by a team meeting. When manager McCarthy accused the then captain of faking an injury, that was the final straw. And I'm going to read this out so I don't get it wrong because you don't want to miss anything here. He said, Mick, you're a liar. You're a fucking wanker. I didn't rate you as a player. I don't rate you as a manager. And I don't rate you as a person. I've got no respect for you. The only reason I have any dealings with you is that you somehow are the manager of my country. You can stick it up your bollocks. Yeah, when you kind of hear it out loud, and that's the summarised version, by the way, you sort of realise why Mick McCarthy realised that the whole position was untenable and Keane had to be sent home. Number two, Diego Maradona versus everyone. Maradona almost took the top spot on this list through sheer volume of insults that he's thrown around during his career. The Golden Boy has targeted the likes of Michel Platini and the entire nation of France football journalists, his own children... And of course, Pele. They've competed for the greatest ever footballer title for many a year. And he said of Pele in the past that he should return to the museum or that other people should change the medicine they are giving to the idiot. But the insult I wanted to mention here came when Maradona was manager of Argentina and they just qualified for the 2010 World Cup. It's fair to say some journalists had questioned Maradona's tactics, managerial ability and ability to actually get Argentina to the tournament. But once that place was secured, Maradona reveled in it, saying, to those who did not believe in us, and ladies forgive me, they can suck my dick and keep on sucking it. I am grateful to my players and to the Argentinian people. I thank no one but them. The rest keep on sucking dicks. Yeah, we get the picture, Diego. Number one, Marco Matarazzi on Zinedine Zidane's sister. Less the insult heard around the world and more the one that caused the moment seen around the world. Look, Marco Matarazzi's jibe about Zidane's sister may not subjectively be the best taunt ever, but it's certainly the one that had the biggest impact. There were 10 minutes of extra time remaining in the World Cup final in 2006, with the score tied at one all between Italy and France when the French captain turned round and headbutted the Italian midfielder, causing him to, of course, be sent off and Italy to go on and win the tournament on penalty. Speculation was rife in the immediate aftermath of the final as to what possibly could have been said by Matarazzi to cause Zizou to be sent off to, to have such a reaction in his final game as a professional 
football. Some even suggested racist remarks, but that wasn't the case. According to reports, during the game, Zidane complained to Materazzi that he kept grabbing his shirt and basically offered to give it to him, to which Materazzi said to him, Preferisco la putana di tua sorella, which roughly translates as, I prefer the whore that is your sister. Zidane saw red, headbutted Materazzi in the chest, as I said, and then immediately saw red again once the referee produced the card to be sent off in his final game as a professional footballer. And Italy, of course, went on to win the 2006 World Cup final. In the immortal words of John Motson, Zidane's career ends in disgrace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.